Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session for this special look ahead episode to check out all of the RPGs that are coming out in June of 2020. I am Professor RPG, your host of RPG University, and I'm. this is a, a new kind of thing we're going to try, just a very chill, low-key discussion and uh, about what's coming out in the next month and what you RPG fans should be looking forward to. Now, just a brief recap of what came out in May. We got a bunch of stuff in May. Uh, re recently, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition just came out on Switch, and I've been enjoying that plenty. I'm about 15 hours in at this point, and it is a lot of fun. I also spent a lot of this past past month playing through in Platinuming Persona 5 Royal. Love, love, love that game. Still fantastic. Still one of the best RPGs I have ever played in Contender for uh, one of my games of the year, for sure. Just like the original was back in 2017, which took my game of the year in 2017, in case you didn't know. But we are here to look ahead at the games that are coming out in June. We are at the halfway point of 2020. Hard to believe, but it is true. And it seems like the the, the feed of RPGs is not slowing down at all. This, this year has been crazy for high quality RPGs, whether it's from video games side of things to tabletop RPGs. Uh, it's, it's just been fantastic. So, we start off the month with The Outer Worlds is finally coming to Switch, releasing on June 5th. For those of you that might not have played it or uh, experienced it or know much about it, Outer Worlds is a science fiction style RPG in the same vein as Fallout New Vegas, actually done by the same developers as Fallout New Vegas Obsidian. So be sure to check this out. I have I played this on Xbox Game Pass. I thought it was a lot of fun. It has a lot of heart. It, in a world where uh, we got to experience Fallout 76, um, we also get to see just how amazing this genre, this style of Western RPG can still be with the folks over at Obsidian with the Outer Worlds. It's got a bunch of really great characters, really good, uh, really interesting environments, and the science fiction aspect really gives... Uh, a new take on things it's not your grays it's not your dark browns it's it's a very vibrant and pretty looking rpg lots of different locations and planets to explore characters to meet or betray the kind of branching storylines and narratives highly highly recommend you give this a check uh, a look at um, and with it coming out on Switch now, it'll be interesting to see how it performs on the platform. So I have faith. The Switch seems to be a system of dreams. So I'm hesitantly, I'm cautiously optimistic that this will be another fantastic port on the Switch and a great game to take with you on the go. 
Following Outer Worlds up on June 9th, the Elder Scrolls is, excuse me, the Elder Scrolls Online is getting their latest expansion with Greymore, which takes you to the western part of Skyrim to do battle with some vampire lords. Now, this is one of those games uh, that I have said for a while I will get into. I will play it. Actually, I actually got a physical copy with it when I picked up my Xbox One all those years ago, and I have yet to actually play it. Um, it was a lot rougher around the edges back then, uh, around launch, but it's one of those games that now, seeing everything that's been done with it, um, all the expansions, how it's kind of developed and grown, I, it's still on my to-play list. I will still play it, but it's, this is one of those games that, uh, it's interesting. I, yeah, I don't have much to say. It, the Skymore expansion sounds very interesting. I like the idea. I always really enjoyed uh, the Skyrim region. Uh, granted, you can play it on pretty much anything nowadays. I, I feel like you can't consider yourself a video game platform anymore if you don't have a port of Skyrim on it, on you. Um, same with Super Hot, but that's a different. That's a different story. That's not an RPG. Great game though. Great game. So. Um, it says it's a year-long gothic saga, so that'll be interesting. And you defeat the darkness, protect the world from the living from vampires, werewolves, and witches. Crazy. A thousand... Okay, so this, uh, the story takes place a thousand years before the events of Skyrim, Elder Scrolls V. So even fans that are deeply knowledgeable of Skyrim... We'll have all new stuff to explore. So that's very, very exciting. Maybe I'll actually get around to uh, checking it out. Or at least installing the original Elder Scrolls Online. So uh, give it a check out. It will be available for PS4 and Xbox One and PC. So be sure to check that out. Also on June 9th, we have East Memories of Celsetta releasing with its PS4 port on June 9th in North America and later on June 19th in Europe. This is an enhanced remaster like a PS4 port of the PlayStation Vita game, which is, I want to say, a remake of the fourth East game? Something like that. Um, I have started checking it out for review. Um, it's, a, it's an East game. I enjoyed this on the Vita and played it on the PSTV, so... It's the same, it's very much reminiscent of the later, the more recent East games. So the, hot, the really fast-paced action, hack and slash, action RPG system, swapping characters with the different uh, weapon affinities that are good against some monsters and weak against others. Uh, it's this PS4 port, it runs at 60 frames per second, and it has um, higher resolution than the Vita version obviously did. So, if you were a fan of, uh, I think it was 2017's, maybe it was 2018's East Lacrimosa of Donna, give this one a try. Um, it's You can definitely tell that this game uh, was originally on the Vita. The models, uh, the environments, while they're very vibrant and the textures have all been up so they look good on the PS4, the simplicity and kind of, you notice some blockiness with the models. But it's still a very, very fun game. I haven't invested too much time into it yet, but I am pleasantly... I'm having a good time with it. 
So if you are a fan of the East games or action RPGs, I highly recommend you check this one out. It's a budget title, so I believe you can snag it for $39.99. Or if you don't want to wait, can snag it on PC already, PlayStation Vita, if you still have one of those. So give this a shot. Check out another adventure with our hero, the red-headed swordsman, Adel Kristen. Play that. It's a good series. Just check out East in general. It's a it's a long-running historical RPG series that uh, deserves more credit and more eyes on it than I think it, it than it's gotten. So, East Memories of Celsetta, June 9th in North America and June 19th in Europe on PlayStation 4. Check it out. Game Freak's Little Town Hero is finally coming to the PlayStation 4 on June 23rd and June 26th in Europe. This is a kind of enhanced PS4 port of the original Switch title, which was released last year. Um, kind of a simplistic, cartoony RPG. Uh, I didn't get around to playing it myself. You know, it was one of those games that I, again, it's on my to playlist. Yeah, but I remember this getting a sort of iffy reception to it. Um, I don't, I think a lot of people had issues with just how simplistic it ended up being, if I recall, if I remember correctly. Um, this big idea edition is a new physical version, but it is the first time it is coming out on uh, PlayStation 4. It follows a young boy named Axe embarking on an exciting escapades that he's long dreamed of when a gaggle of ghastly monsters invade his quaint sleepy village he has to use his ideas to slay these these monsters apparently so this is coming thanks to this port it's coming thanks to nis i believe so yes it will be receiving the big uh little hero big idea edition so give it a check out it might be fun for all you for any younger RPG fans in your life. Maybe a good kid's first RPG. Um, seems it's very colorful and vibrant. And it's got a cool art style. So might be good for the younger crowd out there to help grow those RPG loves. Next up, we have the return of a long dormant series originally getting its start on the PlayStation 1 era. A new tactical RPG called Brigadine, The Legend of Runusia. This was originally a series created on, it only has two entries and really technically one entry because the second one is a remaster or enhanced version of the first. But Brigadine, The Legend of Forcina, originally released in 1998 uh, and was published by Atlas here in the States. So basically this is a tactical RPG. The art reminds me very much of uh, like a tactics ogre, that kind of art style or graphic style in, in terms of the drawings, the paintings. And you can actually get a demo of this on the Nintendo Switch right now. But this is coming out June 25th. Uh, taking a look at this, I'm incredibly interested. Uh, I get it's more done on a quad base, like a. It's not, they're not square tiles, they're kind of um, hexagonal tiles, but it is a tactical RPG 
it seems very reminiscent of that Tactics Ogre, Final Fantasy Tactics era, that genre. Um, so I'm super intrigued, intrigued by this. Um, and learning that it has that free trial on the Nintendo Switch is incredibly intriguing to me. Hopefully, and I imagine it will at some point, um, also come to PS4 and PC. Hopefully Xbox as well. Hopefully Xbox users can get their tactical RPG game on as well. But currently, it is only on Switch, and that is coming June 25th. Give it a check out if you're a fan of those old school tactical RPGs. And uh, if you're intrigued at all, just try out the demo. You know, it's free. So why not? It doesn't hurt. Next up, we have Tainted Grail. Now, this one was one I hadn't actually heard much of until I started doing research for this episode. And it is a... Apparently, Tainted Grail is a board game. And this is kind of like... This is Tainted Grail Conquest, I believe, is the official term for this PC version and it touts itself as a hardcore roguelike um RP open world rpg uh with a that's a bold reimagining of arthurian legend this sounds really cool uh taking a look at screenshots it almost use it seems to use almost a deck like system for your attacks but then it all has a isometric sort of diablo-esque uh camera to it dark gray like very intense looking um it's coming to early access on june 25th on pc only right now give it a check out because this actually looks really really interesting uh it, very exciting i this is i've instantly put this on my wish list um, it is developed by awaken realms digital um, a developer who I'm not super familiar with, and according to Steam, the Steam page, Tainted this Tainted Grail game is their only title. Um, but yeah, you make your characters, it looks like, a unique blend of roguelike and RPG, endless gameplay on a randomly, randomly generated maps. Um, there's base building to it. Um, character customization and development, it's got a bunch of stuff and it just sounds really really interesting um give it a check out like literally check out the steam page and get some information on this because i think this could be pretty damn cool the deck mechanics and having your attacks assigned to like decks of cards seems interesting to me almost kind of slay the spire-esque I'm kind of getting some Slay the Spire vibes mixed with Diablo and Dragon Age. Check it out. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. But yes, June 25th for its early access release. I'm not seeing any sort of price, but if I had to guess, we're looking probably between 20 and 30 for this. Just with the visual style and visual quality I am seeing in these trailers. We also have, for the tabletop players out there, if you are playing Dungeons & Dragons remotely with your friends online, you will have access to the next Magic the Gathering crossover with D&D with D Dungeons & Dragons, Dragons Mythic Odysseys of Theros, Magic's Greek Heroes and Legends theme. Originally, the physical version was also scheduled to release this month, but unfortunately, due to the virus 
and everything going crazy. The physical version's been pushed back until next month, but digitally, you will be able to take advantage of it this month. Um, I believe that's like June 2nd. I believe it's tomorrow, actually. So June 2nd, 2020, you'll be able to do all sorts of stuff and play through and create campaigns based all around Theros in your own Dungeons & Dragons campaign. While not my favorite magic set, you did get some pretty good cards. I am a, a, mag a long-time magic player, so I am anxious to test out Theros's kind of mechanics and setting in my own Dungeon and Dragon campaign that I do with my friends. New, There are new subclasses apparently, including um, for the Bard and some uh, a new path for Paladins, the Oath of Glory, and all sorts of stuff. New mythic monsters, new races for the character, all sorts of stuff. So give it a check out if you are playing Dungeons and Dragons online or pick up the book next month if you are a fan like I am of the physical books because they, they look good on your shelf right i see the pictures of people with like entire sets of three five or third edition fourth edition and it's like with this fifth edition i was like gung-ho like i'm all in on DD at this point so i'm making sure i have like the entire like every module every book every supplement that comes out for fifth edition i make sure to snag it because it looks so good on my bookshelf and I just love uh, tabletop RPGs. So give it a check out, make your own Odysseus, fight some monsters and you can be a satyr now. So that's pretty cool too. We also have the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC, the expansion Island of Armor, I believe, is coming out this month as well. I'm excited for this. I could kind of see this being delayed i could see this being delayed a little bit just because of the virus maybe like a month or a couple weeks but this will be exciting it'll be fun to jump back into sword and shield and get all the get my little kung fu teddy bear it'll be a good time one of the games that i am probably most passionate about that is coming out this month a port of it is coming to the nintendo switch on june 30th is the legend of heroes trails of cold steel 3 is being introduced to a whole new audience when it comes to Switch. This was, I fell in love, 2019, I will always remember as the year I fell in love with the Legend of Heroes series. Um, with the PS4 enhanced ports of Cold Steel 1 and 2 release, in addition to the brand new Cold Steel 3 releasing, I fell in love with the series. And I am very glad that Cold Steel 3 is coming to Switch as well. It would be really nice if the Switch somehow also got uh, the first two entries, but that is more on Xseed because the first two games are actually, the rights are held by Xseed while Cold Steel 3 and 4 are done by NIS. So hopefully at some point, Cold, uh, Switch owners will get the original two games as well, but for the time being, Cold Steel 3 is a pretty good entry point. Um, it's the first of a second duology, basically. Um, absolutely love this game. Fantastic game. It's got a mix of kind of the turn-based elements and materia-style 
magic system of like your Final Fantasy 7, but it also includes a, a social aspect and time management system akin to Persona. So if you're a fan of Final Fantasy 7 and Persona, give this a check out, but it also has like magic and super robots. It's got something for everyone, but I will recommend if you can play the other games before this one uh play cold seal one and two if you can on steam you can get the legend heroes trails in the sky titles um if you can play through those as well cold steel three and later this year's cold steel four play very heavily on things that come to the past it kind of, it's a culmination of the series history so it's very important it's not mandatory but after playing Cold Steel 3, I did wish I had played through the Sky games especially prior to uh, the third game. But the third game, at in its core, was touted as like it could serve as a jumping in point. I wouldn't recommend it if you can avoid it. But have you not played the previous games, you will still have fun with it. So absolutely one of my favorite uh japanese rpg series of all time at this point those will wrap up the games of june 2020 for all you rpg players and adventurers out there to look forward to if you enjoyed this kind of new monthly style of episode let me know i'd very much appreciate it you can look forward to july 2020's look ahead on the first of july the first of every month we'll be doing one of these what games should be on your radar? If you listened to it this far, everybody, I want to thank you very much. And be sure to give us a like or follow on your preferred podcast service. I'd very much appreciate it. If you'd like to join me on an episode of RPG University, feel free to reach out with the hashtag RPGU to at IrrationalPod on Twitter. And let me know what game you would like to talk about with me here at the university. Until next time, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. Class dismissed.